This podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. Hey beautiful lady and welcome to episode 32 of the Girls Get Confident podcast. Isn't that just wild? 32 episodes absolutely blows my mind. Now, I have been getting so much feedback from you ladies on the episodes lately, and it is just amazing to hear that you are taking uh, things I have talked about and actually applying them into your life, and it is making a difference. I'm so proud of you. Well done. Keep going. Keep coming back. Keep being here every single week and listening to the episodes. Keep re-listening to episodes that have resonated with you and keep applying whatever it is that you are being inspired by. You know, this stuff is going to make such an impact to your life. So let it happen. This week's episode is going to be amazing for you. If you are sick of having so much to do, but you feel like you never get anywhere with it. You know, you've got this list of things either at the start of the day or at the start of the week. And by the end of the week, what have you done? You've got more things on your list than when you started and you feel like you've ticked off none of them. This makes you feel like you are running around like a headless chicken all the time and that you have nothing to show for it. And that sucks. It really sucks. We don't want our lives to be like that. We want to feel proud of how we've spent our day or how we've spent our week, even if it's just one thing at a time, one step, one day, that is enough. We just want to feel like we're making some progress. So this is how I was feeling um, coming up to the end of my full-time job, which again, I left at the end of June. So it's been over a month now that I have been uh, self-employed and I knew that, you know, it's going to be really important to schedule my time accordingly and to just have a plan so that at the end of the week, I feel like I've done something. I feel like I've accomplished and it helps me to stay on top of my priorities, which is really important, right? Because we know that if we don't stay on top of the things we've got to do, we know that list is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So in today's episode, I'm sharing with you how you can set up for yourself a really cool system that is called time blocking. Now, there's a few different ways you can do this, but the one that I recommend is by having a digital calendar. So literally, this is so simple. You can just go onto your phone, go straight into the calendar, whatever email that's attached to, um, take note of that because then that means that you can also um, cross-reference between your phone and a computer, depending on how you spend most of your time. You know, if you are like me and you work between your phone out and about and then a computer or a laptop when you're at home or in the office, this is going to be really, really helpful for you. So why should we do this? Really, really simple. If there's something you want to do and you don't plan it, it's likely not going to happen. So I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and she was telling me how she was really annoyed with herself because last weekend she told herself that she was going to do eight hours of study. She's doing a personal development course at the moment. It's amazing and I'm really excited for her. So she wanted to do eight weeks of study. 
And when she was relaying this story back to me, she told me how annoyed she was because by the end of the weekend, she'd only done two hours and she was still behind. She felt like she hadn't gotten anywhere. And so I asked her, well, you know, did you, did you put it in your calendar? And she said, no. And I said, do you think maybe that if you do actually block out that time in your calendar, that it's more likely to happen? And, you know, she thought about it. It didn't take her very long. And she's like, yeah, probably. You know, if you can prioritize something and actually put it down, then you're going to get a notification. You're going to know, hey, it's actually time. I need to go and do some study. So I'm going to wrap up whatever it is that I'm doing. And I'm just going to go and do that right now because it's a priority and it's important to me. So this is the point of time blocking. It's like your digital to-do list, but it's one step further with times on it so that you know when to get started. So to create this time blocking system for yourself, where do you start? Well, we're going to have some fun. And what you need to do is write down all of your priorities, all of your responsibilities, all of the things that you need to do each week. So this might be things like if you cook dinner, if you take the kids to school, if you do pick up for a family member with their doctor's visits, and that's something that you have to do most weeks, write that down. Do you do something for yourself? Do you like to exercise three times a week? Write that down. Do you spend X amount of hours working? Write that down. Do you like to spend a certain amount of time reading per week? Or is that a goal? Write that down. So once you've got down your priorities and your responsibilities, you know, those things that you need to do each week, you're then going to write down your goals. These are the things that maybe at the start of the year, or maybe when we did our life audit back in episode 24, you decided, hey, these are goals that I want to work on. These are areas of my life that I'd like to improve. Write down those goals. Once you've got your priorities and your responsibilities, and then you've got your goals, you need to see if your goals and your priorities match up. Because if there's no overlap on these things, how are you meant to achieve these goals if you haven't been making those little action steps a priority. So in something as simple as taking a look at those two things, you've just identified for yourself, wow, I wasn't actually giving myself the time and space to achieve this goal of reading one book per month because I haven't been making it a priority to actually read. Now for me, I'm working on an online summit, which is so exciting and I can't wait to tell you more about that very shortly. But I know that this will take me about 100 hours to put together. And my summit is happening in October. So what I then get to do is to work backwards. Okay, well, I've got X amount of weeks. I know it's going to take me about 100 hours total. So let's divide 100 by the amount of weeks I've got. And that tells me how many hours I need to be spending on my summit every week. And that's quite cool. So obviously in not all situations, we're going to have both of those numbers, but you can start, you know, you can have a guess at it because this is about 
showing you where you need to be focusing your time in order to meet all of your responsibilities in life, but also in order for you to hit your goals. And this may feel quite OTT and you might be thinking, well, that's not going to work for me. Hey, try it because time blocking and actually defining certain spaces for when you will and when you won't be doing things, it gives you freedom. There is freedom in the structure. And how is there freedom? Because if you're like me and you have trouble switching off, time blocking means that at the end of the day, when you're done for the day, you can actually be done. Because when a thought comes into your mind as something that you need to do, you can go straight onto your phone and you can reassure yourself, hold on, I've got two hours set aside for this tomorrow. So I don't need to worry about it right now. I can just relax. There's literally nothing else for me to do today. And what that means for me in my life is that I get to lay down in front of the fire and catch up with my partner and hear about his day, either make some food, depending on who it is that's cooking, but usually if he's cooking, that's when I'm laying in front of the fire. But it's nice to know that my mind is able to be fully present on that. And how nice would that feel for you, being able to be fully present in each moment? So that is the freedom that time blocking gives you because when you're doing one task, you know that everything else is taken care of and it all has its own spot. So that is pretty much how time blocking works. The next part, once we've got our priorities and our goals, we've seen if there's overlap, now we're going to start placing things into our calendar. So how you might want to start is by blocking out those fixed things. So if you know that every single day you work from nine till three, put that in your calendar. And what I normally do is I would normally give myself half an hour each side to allow for that travel, you know. So um, instead of if you start work at nine, instead of filling your time up to nine doing something else and then being like, crap, I now have to try and get to work and I'm late. Obviously, that's not going to work. So give yourself however much time you need in order to actually leave your house and get to work. So what else have you got? Do you cook dinner every night? Now, what you can do is you can put that on there if you want to as well. Block out, say, 5.30 till 7, however long it takes your family uh, to, you know, you to cook and then your family to eat together. Block that out. What you can also do is you can block out time to plan the week's meals. Block out time to go and buy those groceries. And this way you are prepared. You know that in your home, these are the meals we're having. These are the nights we're eating them. And these are all the groceries that we need. It's all done. Now, in my home, we do our meal planning on Sundays. And I've actually decided that next week's episode is going to go into this on more detail. Because it's really cool um, how Liam and I set up our week as a couple say as a, as a family um so I want to share that with you next week because that might be um super helpful for you and your family as a next step on from the time blocking that we're doing this week 
So we've got our meal planning on Sunday, so that's blocked out. And then normally we would do groceries sometime on Monday or Tuesday. That could either be both of us going or it could just be one of us. So that just really depends on whoever it is that's going into town. So for instance, if that's me, then I would block that out. I would know, hey, Janelle, you're going into town for a coffee um, with a client on Tuesday. And then on your way home, you're going to stop and go get groceries. Give yourself however much time for that. And so then I know that, hey, I'm not going to be back in my home office until 3 p.m. So I can't have my next call until 3, something like that. Now, what is really helpful, sticking with the cooking theme just for a little bit longer, is that I don't actually block out things after my work day. So if I know that I'm cooking dinner on Tuesday night and I've got nothing else on, like I don't have a woman's circle on or there's nothing in the evening, I don't put in my calendar that I'm blocking out this much time to cook dinner. But what I do is I will in the morning block out some time to prepare. And that helps for specific meals. So we like doing slow cooking meals quite often. So if I'm on cooking on Tuesday night, well, actually, you don't really have to do much. But what I do have to do is prepare it in the morning. So for that, I might then put in, say, half an hour from 11 till 11.30 on Tuesday morning to actually prep the meal and get it in the crock pot. So you can see how helpful this is because if you've got all your meals planned and you know that you're doing a slow cooker meal on Wednesday, but you didn't allow time in the morning to actually prepare it, you're going to get home on Wednesday and realize, crap, I was supposed to do a slow cooker meal today and I haven't even got it started. So that's not going to work. So you can see here that by blocking out the time, we are able to prepare. And what you get to do is you get to work backwards from the end of the day to the start. Or, you know, you look at your whole week ahead and then you get to work backwards. So everything just tends to fit together a lot better. Now, what else do you know that you do every week? Do you pick up the kids from school? Allow time for that. Do you go to the gym or do you go for walks or do you have a coffee date with a friend? Put that down. What about your self-care? How do you make time to take care of yourself throughout the week? Do you like to have a cup of tea on the porch? Do you like to sit by the fire? This might feel like it's going a bit far and that's totally fine, but just give it a go. What we'll find with time blocking is that in the start, we put everything in and we jam pack our day. And then after a few weeks, we start to take things out or move things around. And that is good. That's where we want to get to. Because we've had a few weeks to practice. We're kind of in the groove of it. We're really liking it. But actually, I don't. I, uh, doing that at that time of the day doesn't really suit me anymore. So I'm just going to take that out and see where that naturally fits in, you know? The whole thing is of this first time we're starting the time blocking is just to try it on, see how it fits, see how it feels and see if it is something that can work for us in our lives. Now, I know that I love having me time in the morning. 
So I try my hardest to wake up at 5am. It is a goal of mine to wake up at 5am at least four days a week. And I really like the goal of four days a week because it means that I can have one sleep in and not feel guilty about it. (laughs) So um, what that means for me is that between 5 and 6am, that is my time. That is my time to meditate, to have a cacao, to pull some guidance cards, to journal, to listen to some... Uh, like binaural, I can never say that word, binaural beats, just anything to get in the groove for the day ahead. And again, back in our earlier episode, uh, episode 25, I went through a morning retreat. So if that's something you'd like to create for yourself, go back and listen to episode 25. And what I've found has happened in the past few weeks is I've been creeping in little bits of work between that 5 and 6 a.m. hour. So for instance, recording this podcast, I found myself recording it at 5.30 in the morning, which is all well and good. But what I noticed is because I'd kind of um, cheated myself on my me time throughout the rest of the day, I started to feel, um, I started to notice my energy was um, maybe a bit antsy or a bit like bitey (laughs) rather than peaceful and calm so what I've kind of committed to now is like Janelle no between 5 and 6 a.m that is your time you don't need to do work in that time which is really nice how good to give ourselves permission to do that so by now your calendar will be starting to fill out and this is amazing because it is showing you where your time is going now there'll be one of two situations going on right now one You've got quite a lot of room left. And two, you are super full and you've got barely any room left. So if you've got room left, ask yourself, how else can you be working on your goals or just moving forward to where you want to be in life? Ask yourself, can you be doing relaxing more, like active relaxing? Can you put that in as a time blocking activity? That a few times a week, you just go sit outside with a cup of tea and read a magazine. Because you know what? If you don't put that in there, you'll fill that time in some other way. So just put it in there. Just try it on. And if your week is too full, ask yourself, what can you let go of? Where can you get help? Can you get the kids to cook a night a week or can you meal swap with a friend so that you each cook once and you get two meals out of it? There are so many things you can do and if your mind right now is saying, well, Chanel, that's easy for you. You don't have kids. You don't have all these responsibilities. I understand that. But also you don't get if you don't ask and like I say in pretty much every episode, your brain job is to prove you right so you need to start asking yourself better questions instead of saying I can't do that I can't get help I can't ask a friend if we can meal swap why don't you ask yourself what can I do to give myself more time in the day what can I shift what can I get help with just ask your mind and yourself the question be open-minded And see what comes to you. Now, what we're going to do after here is, to me, it looks like a pretty freaking awesome week. 
We're going to go through the motions over the next week. And following along with your time blocking, I want you to see how you go. Notice when things are in flow and notice when you completely miss something. And when you do, just ask yourself, what happened? What happened here? What could, what, what could I have done differently? You know, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. Just ask yourself, you know, okay, so that, that clearly didn't work today. Um, how can I do that another way tomorrow? Now, for me, last week, uh, I was meant to be planning my summit on Monday. I had a good block of time. And instead, I was in the kitchen cleaning my oven. And it took me four hours to clean my oven. Because, yeah, I'm not going to lie. It has not been cleaned since we moved into the house last July. So it was a big job. Probably still didn't need to take me four hours, but I kind of got in the groove of it and I was listening to music and I just really enjoyed it. So I made the most of that cleaning meditative experience. But when I reflected on this, when I reflected on the fact that in my time blocking calendar, I was meant to be doing my summit. But what I was actually doing was cleaning the oven. I told myself, you know what, this is actually okay. Because I hadn't made the time anywhere else to do the oven. And the oven was one of my chores for the week. So again, more on that next week, how I said earlier about how my partner and I plan our lives and our priorities together. (laughs) So the oven was one of those chores. But I hadn't made time anywhere else to do it. And it was on my mind. So can you imagine, you, no doubt you've had times in your life like this where you're trying to do something, you're trying to work on something, but there is something else that is just bugging you. That is how I would have been if I had have stuck to my time blocking, tried to do my summit. I just would have been thinking about my damn oven. So I'm so glad that I chose in that moment to swap the priorities around or to not put that time into my summit that day and instead do the oven. And once you've had your time blocking in place for a week, you're going to sit down and just reflect on what worked and what didn't work and do it again. You might find that things took you more time or less time than you originally planned. So you can account for that moving forward. What I did when I first created my time blocking calendar is I set everything to repeat every single week so that what that meant is that I don't have to sit down every week and plan my week ahead. I did it the one time on the assumption that every week it is the same. But what I do is I sit down and I move things around based on how they went last week. If I felt in flow, if I didn't, if I stuck to the time priorities, if I didn't. And this has been really good to help me see where my time is being spent. So what you'll notice is that by the time the weekend comes, if you've stuck to your time blocking for the majority, you'll notice that you've done a lot. You may feel tired, but you will feel good knowing that you actually don't have a lot to do on the weekend and you can enjoy. You can go out with your family. You can do something different. You can go for a nice long walk. 
You can go sit by the beach and have a cup of coffee. You can just be present because you've fitted everything that you needed to in the week. And how nice is that? But the biggest thing is that you've been able to move forward on things that you want in life, but you never feel you have time for because you've made the time for them. That is what we need to do in life. We have to make time for the things that mean something to us, the things that are important to us. Because if we don't make time for them, we'll fill that time up some other way. That might be scrolling on our phones. That might be binge watching Netflix. Don't get me wrong, I've done all of those things and I still do all of those things. But now that I've got this time blocking system in place, I am less likely to do those things. Because I know where my highest self, where the future Janelle has prioritized the current Janelle needs to be. And I want to become her. So of course, I'm going to do those things. The biggest impact for me through doing this time blocking intentionally is that every single week I've blocked out four hours for one-on-one discovery calls with you ladies who want help with a goal like getting a better job, like starting or growing a business but you don't know where to start or like creating boundaries and relationships creating boundaries with your family, with your co-workers. And since I've been time blocking out four hours every week for that, I've had more of you amazing ladies book in calls with me. So it's like energetically I've made space in the world for this priority of mine because I want to help. I want to help you and other women to be the best you can be but Janelle you can't do that if you don't make time for it if you don't create the space and so it's been really 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 beautiful to see your name in my calendar you booking that call and if you haven't booked a call with me yet but you've been listening to the podcast for a while you've listened to certain episodes on repeat You may feel like you've got things going pretty well, even though you know for reals that you could still use some help and support to make them even better. Click the link in the description and book your free one-on-one discovery call with me to see how I can help you to actually get where you want to go because I've been there. I have left careers that I hate so many times. I have recreated my identity so many times. I've been in the online business space and the self-empowerment space for coming up 10 years. And the best thing you can do when you want to get somewhere in life is go to somebody who's been there and who's done it and fast track your way there. So I'll leave that one with you. And I really think that you, beautiful lady, are going to get so much out of time blocking. Even if you just try it for one week, do the whole process, listen to this episode again and again, 
You might have been going out for a walk or driving on your way to work, but listen to it again when you're sat somewhere with a pad and a pen so you can actually do all of those steps, those steps around defining what are your priorities and then what are your goals and then fitting them into your digital calendar somewhere. I recommend digital. The best thing about digital is that you get notified. So I know that at 10 a.m. this morning, I am working on my summit for two hours before lunchtime. And it's so handy because I can't trust myself to look at my notebook when I'm supposed to look at my notebook and see that, oh, 10 a.m. now, it's time to do your summit. No, I will just keep doing whatever it is that I'm doing. (laughs) So it's really, really helpful. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Next week, like I shared earlier, I'm going to go into awesome detail about how my partner and I set up our priorities together knowing that we have got big visions and we live on a one acre property there's a lot of stuff that we need to do around here and if we don't plan it it's never actually going to happen we call that our powwow (laughs) and our um, power hours during the week as well so I can't wait to share more with you about those things because they could really impact you and your family Okay, it doesn't matter what this looks like, whether you are in a relationship or if you are single, but you live with, you know, you have your children or um, other people in your home. This could still work really, really well for you as well. Have an amazing week, beautiful, and I will catch you back here next week. Don't forget to go book your one-on-one discovery call. It's completely free, no obligation whatsoever. It is solely just to help you move further into the woman that you dream of becoming.